Today I'm going to talk about the great trap of trying to start at the beginning. Because <laughs> starting at the beginning sounds like such great advice. But of course, I'm going to question if that is monkey advice. Let's see how it pertains to us. Hey friend, welcome to the Joy Loving Home Podcast. I'm Joy, wife, mom of four, <laughs> and unorganized professional organizer. I have a heart for ADHD moms and kids. After spending years learning and organizing for other people, I realized there's a real need to turn the concept of being well-planned and organized upside down. It shouldn't be created exclusively by type A naturally organized people as a way to fix you or your home. Organizing, planning, and productivity should fit the way our brains think. Albert Einstein said, everybody's a genius, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life believing that it's stupid. <laughs> well, fish, let's quit trying to climb trees while being given tips by well-intentioned monkeys who cannot understand how our brains think. Join me in the water and learn how to swim with the current of your life. It's time to choose unorganized organization and flexible productivity. It's time to choose progress over perfection. I'm in this journey with you, and together, we can choose joy. If you're new here and you keep hearing me talk about fish and monkeys and you're like, I don't get what this is about, <laughs> it means you're not listening to my intro. Shame on you. Quit skipping that. No, I <laughs> I wouldn't want to listen to it more than once. But if for some reason you never even listened to it once or you listened to it once long ago and you forget what it was about, I, in the intro, speak about the quote from Einstein where he says, everyone is a genius, but if you measure a fish by his ability to climb a tree, he will live his whole life as if he is stupid or believing that he is stupid. So I have equated monkeys to be the excellent climbers of the trees out there, which is all of the people in the decluttering and organizing and productivity business that give advice on climbing trees who are monkeys. And so it's, it comes naturally to them. And it is good advice if you are a monkey. And there is a worthwhile place for that. And I never want anybody who stumbles on my podcast who is a monkey and think I'm putting them down. It's a lovely, lovely way for a brain to exist because it is the way society would like our brains to exist and would like sort of the, the linear structure of things to go. Happily, <laughs> there are a lot of fish in this world too and we have very important creative brains that are worth contributing but that need to quit trying to climb trees we need to quit banging our heads against the wall trying to do things the way that has been outlined by society as the right perfect linear efficient way to do things so that's why I call us fish and I ask you to quit trying to climb the trees and to sort of learn to swim in the current of your life. And in that vein, I am thrilled that this analogy works beautifully with my next piece of advice is I want you to quit trying to start at the beginning. I use this caution because first of all, is there really any value in starting at the beginning? Yes, if it's at a completely linear task that can't be done in any other way like climbing a tree, because if you were going to climb a tree, you're usually starting at the bottom of it on the ground. There is a starting point every time. But think about it, fish. If you are 
say you're caught <laughs> and you're thrown back into a body of water, if you get dropped into a river, is there value in going back and finding where that river started and then going, okay, now I'm going to get the journey right because I started at the beginning of the river? No, it's not going to change the, your destination at the end. It all is going to end at the <laughs> where the where the body dumps out into the new body. Oh my gosh, this got crazy. I think you know what I'm talking about though. You're following me. There isn't any value in starting at the beginning if you're a fish because you're going to swim in your own direction anyway and you're going to figure out how to do it in a way that works for you. It's actually more detrimental because you freeze and you have more paralysis because you think you're not doing it right because you didn't start at the beginning or you can't get to decluttering a room because you've got to empty it all out and start from scratch or you can't possibly ever catch up on the house because keeping up is an exhaustion in it's of itself and you're not seeing the progress to getting back to the beginning. My cautionary tale today is just quit. Quit trying to start at the beginning. Jump in where you are, look around yourself and say, I'm, I'm going to begin here and that is okay. Start where you are with what you have. And that is a quote by somebody who I have no idea who is because I did not look it up because I didn't know I was going to say it when I started talking. Anyway, I always wanted to put something in practical terms for you. And I think I've strayed away from that a little bit in recent podcasts. And so I'm trying to circle back around to that. And today's practical task for this is it is March 7th. For all those of you who maybe are behind on my podcasts and didn't listen to the fact that I was going to try and tweak my journal. And you're like, well, it's the seventh now. I can't do anything about that until April 1st hits. Yes, you can. I challenge you to jump in in the middle <laughs> of this month. We're still pretty early in it. But in any time that you are listening to this, jump in. And this is why I love the bullet journal, because there is no starting point. It is open up a piece of paper and start where you are with what you have. In that vein, I'm going to give you a very practical few steps. If you can have this in your ears and you can do this with me, it would be so valuable. What I want you to do is to grab any notebook. It could be, <laughs> and I predict that you have one of these. You know how you buy those notebooks that you're like, oh, I'm going to get this because that's going to get me. It'll be so pretty and I'll take such good care of it and I'll keep track of it. And most of us have at least at least three to 10 lovely little notebooks that at any given point we've purchased believing that it was going to be the reason we were going to get ourselves finally on track. Grab any of those. Grab one. It can be your kid's math single subject notebook that they had during virtual school and they wrote on three pieces of paper. Rip out the first three sheets of paper. That is now your notebook. It may say the word math in magic marker on the front. Scratch it out and just put brain dump notebook on the front. Whatever you need to get yourself started. Nothing fancy. Don't overthink this. Grab a notebook. Then I want you to walk around your house and start gathering all of those post-it notes, tiny scraps of paper, backside of a mailer, backside of a receipt, grab your purse, dump it out, all of the little tiny bits and pieces of paper that you have scribbled on. I know you hear me. I know you're feeling this right now. Grab all the scraps, dump them into a pile next to you, grab your notebook. And you guys know I love a pencil, but if you're a pen person, be a pen person. It's okay. 
then open to a blank page on the left side, write March Brain Dump 2022. And on the right side, for right now, you can leave it blank. Then I want you to put a long vertical line right down the center and you can break it into personal, work, or family, home. Or if you really, really want to, you can use the whole two pages and divide it into a column for each kid plus a column for the house and you and your spouse. Whatever works. Don't divide it into too many categories because then you'll overthink where do all these things go. All right, so you have a basic structure. Now I want you to take each one of those sticky notes and I want you to just anyone. It doesn't matter. There's no order. There's no beginning. You grab one of those pieces of paper that you scribbled something on and you look at the first item on it and you ask yourself, did I already do this? Is it still necessary to write down? Is this still something I don't want to forget? And then you figure out which column to stick it in and you go to the next piece of scribble on that paper and the next piece of scribble on that paper until you finished an entire paper. Once you finish the paper, it feels really good to rip it in half, put it on the other side of you, keep going in the same vein and just watch that huge stack of chaotic pieces of paper dwindle into nothingness into a trash pile on your other side. It feels really, really good to get all of those pieces of paper, scoop them up, throw them in the trash, and know that you have one spot where all of these things are in some sort of loose, over-scaled, that's not the word, a loose structure that is not over-thought about, okay? It's not, it's big macro categories. Once you have this, you can utilize this notebook to take notes. So let's say it said you had to follow up about a house repair. You try to make the call, you're getting multiple estimates, you're write those in the notes as you continue to turn pages. Then when April hits, you start over again, gather all those sticky notes and transfer anything that wasn't done into March into April. And I know you're like, uh, Okay, it really is going to work because here's the thing. You're not trying to achieve perfection. You're not trying to have crossed every single thing off. But there is this really nice feeling about knowing if I needed to go back and look on a note of what did estimate A say against estimate B, you know to run to that notebook instead of trying to find 15 15 pieces of paper, some of which you may not find again. You know if in the future you're like, when did I start to fix the the house repair and I forgot about it and now it's June. I think I started in March. All you're doing is going and finding the beginning of each month's brain dump and start glancing through your notes. You didn't have to date anything. You didn't have to say what day of the week it was. You didn't have to. It's all going to be in there in some capacity. The other really lovely thing that happens when you start picking up each of these little pieces of paper and these little notes and start to put them into your brain dump is you'll notice a few things along the way. One is that you'll notice if you've written things that actually weren't important because as you're moving them to transfer into your notebook, you'll evaluate, is this really necessary? That will eliminate a whole lot of what was scribbled on these papers. You'll also notice when things actually got done, but you didn't even remember that you got them done because you never found your sticky note again to like cross it off or check it off or say that it was accomplished. And that feels really good too, because you're realizing, hey, I do get stuff done. I just don't track that I get stuff done. 
(laughs) And that can be a really uplifting experience. You'll also notice how many times that you write things down that no monkey would ever write down. Like, don't forget to throw the mail in the mailbox because you knew that the mail was going to be sitting on the stand where all mail goes before it's walked to the mailbox because we don't have places like that. Monkeys do, and that's okay. So you have to write down all these reminders. Grab the chicken from the grocery store, and it's not on a grocery list. Obviously, you're not going to transfer that in because that was weeks ago, and you don't need it anymore. Or is this going to solve the stickies and the post-its and all of those things that you have to write down as reminders to yourself? No, it's not the purpose of it, and you will still need them. But the beauty of this is, is you could grab all of those little pieces of paper and update this list every week and check on this list every week to see if there are things you can scratch out because you did them or to bring things back around to the front of mind because you haven't done them. That's very useful as well. You can do this once a week. You can do this once a month. You can peek on it every day if you tend to write yourself six scraps of paper notes a day. It will start to hone you in with what you have and where you are. It doesn't matter at all whether you started this on March 7th or March 27th, you still know what you were thinking about in March. And when April comes, regardless of what that list looks like or how many things were scratched on or scratched off, start a new list in April. You can look back over what happened in March and if there are important things there, you're going to transfer them into April. If they've fallen off of an importance, you might have missed it altogether and it's too late. So be it. It's done. You don't have to transfer it over because you're not going to deal with it at this point. All of this will be enlightening to you in terms of what kind of things do I write down? What kinds of things do I not do? And what kind of things do I actually accomplish that I'm not giving myself credit for? Then we'll build from this to what I call weekly spreads. Start here. We're not going to overthink it. I'm going to make this a bit of a a series, I guess, while I break down first how to look at the month as a whole, which was today. Then we'll look at the week as a whole. And then we'll look at the day as a whole. And I really think this might help you work yourself into a, what I would call, intentionally flexible planning type system that will still allow you to feel very much like a fish without the burden of feeling like you need to be a monkey. And there is no beginning. Quit trying to get there. Continue with today. And in today, choose joy. Did we just connect? Do you feel at home here? Oh gosh, then please do me a favor. I'd love to have you here for the next episode. And to do that, you need to follow or subscribe or hit the little plus button, whatever it takes to be here next time I drop an episode. And while you're at it, if you could scroll down and find where people rate and review the podcast, and if you would add your thoughts, it would mean the world to me. First of all, it would help other moms like us find me and they wouldn't have to feel so alone. But I actually just like hearing from you. It means a lot to know your thoughts and so that I can keep doing a a good job and having episodes that mean something to you. So connect with me. DM me on Instagram. I'm at joylovinghome. Or you can email me, joy at joylovinghome.com. Or join my community. It's bit.ly slash joy loving home community. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, keep choosing joy.